Welcome to our show. Um, this show is called Welcome to Winterfell. Um, it is a podcast basically about Game of Thrones. Um, we, we, we initially were going to go go ahead and do a, a recap of season one and two as well as as three, but we um, we we decided not to basically because um, about 49 million people have have already seen season one and two, so there's really no point in doing that. And um, so we decided just to go ahead and just do a small recap of season three and talk about season four. My name is Mark, and with me, as always, is a beautiful Rachel. Hello. Um, season three was, in my opinion, pretty much the best season of the of the uh, of the uh, first three. Even though it pissed me off more than any of the other two. Hey, Mark, don't you think that might be because by the time we got to season three, we were like much more attached to the characters than ever before? Well, um, pretty much. And I have learned since then that you just do not get attached to any character because they have no problem killing. Killing off your favorite ones. In fact, I think that they pur- purposely create a, a character that you will like, just so that they can kill kill them off. No, a later, um, which is sad, which is sadistic all 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 unto itself. Um, just some backstory of season three. Um. It, it premiered on March 31st, 2013, and it's based on the third book of the A Song of Fire and Ice by George R.R. R. Martin, who is a sadistic b- bastard. Um, in fact, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the third no- a novel is so big that they have actually had to break it up into seasons three and season four. Um, which should tell you that we have a lot more uh, in store. Um, we can basically just go right into it because basically we're, we're going to start with the most compelling and controversial and angry the one that made me the angry the most of season three was the infamous red wedding um i'll be honest i did not see that coming and as soon as i saw it i was pissed off i was pissed off to the point to where i refused to watch episode 10 for about a week and a half um, what was your first impression of episode nine that had the red wedding? I was so totally unprepared for everything that happened because my thoughts were that the characters that were killed were, you know, the basis of the whole, um, the whole so- show, you know, yes. um, I've not read the books and neither, neither have, neither have I, and I well, refuse to because I don't want to be tainted for the show well and that's the thing like typically books are way better than the shows but 
you know, that's neither here nor there. The reason why I started watching the show was because my oldest son was like, oh, you've got to see the show, Mom, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I watched the first few episodes, and I was like, eh, but I watched the next few and the next few, and I was like, okay, totally attached to these characters. In fact, and so, you kind of fell in love with one character in par, you know, particular that kind of hooked you on the show. Yeah, it, yes, she did. But, you know, it, because she's given so little airtime in the show, um, you know, I didn't feel like she was one of the main characters until the end of this season. When she obviously built a huge, you know, army. And we and are talking about the Khaleesi, um, Daenerys, um, Danny, as I have to, you know, call her because it's much And I call her Khaleesi because yes. that's just, you know. But, yeah, she she always she always intrigued me because she was so different. Um, but the Red Wedding just totally took me aback because I felt like they were the initial they were the key characters in the whole show well yes basically they were the main and they were the main characters i, I mean, mean is it just me or were they not the characters that the whole show started with well yeah i mean and we're talking about tell them their names like rob like rob his mom. um his 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 mom um uh caitlin um Basically, it was uh, his, Rob's wife, which was, God, that was fucked up. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, but, you know, you know, I, I mean, you know, I never dreamed that anything would happen to her, but I would expect something to happen to her before it happened to Rob. Because, but, you know, I felt like, you know, Rob and his mom, you know, his dad, yes, okay, his dad was executed. And that, in and of itself, was unexpected, and yet not completely and totally unexpected, because well, I'll be honest, he was played by a guy who always dies and everything yes. he does. Sean, so. I mean, when I saw that Sean Bean was the main character of season one, yes, before I said, you saw yeah, anything he else, he's, he's, he's going to die because <laughs> he dies in like, everything. Yes, and and our oldest son was like, not a word that came out of his mouth because he didn't want to spoil anything, but. Yeah, you were dead on, Mark. Totally dead on with him dying. And, you know, so that didn't really surprise me totally because you got to have something for everybody to fight over, you know, truly. Right. And, you know, he ended up being this, you know, incredible martyr because he was all about doing the right thing regardless of what was going on at the time and loyalty and everything. Well, see, but now, as well, far as Rob and his mom dying, it was like, what the hell? I mean, well, I see, thought they but were I the found. Characters. I found something very interesting about that scene was that Rob and his mom in the same scene at different times brought up Ned. No, um, Sean, Sean Bean. I mean, um, and I'm, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, that's some foreshadowing, but to what, you know, I figured that somebody was, I figured that somebody was going to die. I figured that Rob would, um, because he was, I mean, he he was basically, you know, he was losing the war. He had basically just prostrated himself in front of old man Frey, who was nasty as hell. And he had pretty much lost all of the mojo that he had. I mean, he is a king who was making himself humble before someone who was, you know, a dick. Um, but I did not expect 
you know, his mom to die. I did not expect his, you know, his his wife to uh, die. And I and I did not expect her to die in the way that she did. Um, Talisa got she just got you know basically she just got you know a prison shanked. Um, because when he when 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 that guy started stabbing her in the belly, I'm sitting there going, "What the hell?" Are you there? Um, oh, it's fine. Yes, but I want to back up for just a minute and like take a really, really um, panoramic view of this whole episode, this whole show. Yes, because the truth is, you know, I'm I'm pretty open to what I would consider like man flicks. You know, there's chick flicks. We all know what chick flicks are. Yes, but there's a lot of episodes, a lot of shows, a lot of movies out there that are typically geared towards men, <clears throat> and I began watching the show because my oldest son said, Mom, you need to watch it. My oldest son and I are very close, and I, I mean, you know, I love men, don't get me wrong, but I don't share their passion for everything, a right. lot of things, granted, you know, I um, like more man shows than most women I know, but to me, this show was like so... Even though this is an um, a fiction a fictionary uh, place, these are all fictitious characters, and even where it's set is fictitious. You know, it felt like a very medieval, you know, kind yes. of thing to me. But it very quickly drew me in. I have to say, very quickly drew me in, um, and the I think the um, you know, with with um, Rob and his mom being killed at the wedding like they were, I think it probably grabbed me even tighter at that point because I realized that as far as the show is concerned, anything goes. Yes, you know, don't nobody get is safe. Right. Don't, don't get too attached to one particular character, which my son had warned me about, but I didn't really realize what he was talking about until this because it was so shocking what happened. And... But the thing is, it's so um, unlike anything, any program I've ever seen before in this genre. Or any genre, because this is, I mean, who kills off your main characters? Right. At one or time. Apparently, to us, they were the main characters, but maybe they, I guess they aren't the main characters after all. Well, and then again, I mean, kind of remains to be seen. I mean, we saw Rob's head on attached to a dire wolf, or vice versa. Yes. Um. So we know somebody died. Um. We don't know what comes after this because, basically, what happened when they died was. Well, the there was war a huge, over. well, one aspect of the war is over, so they think. Well, yes, I mean, you still have the uh, great joys out there, and they are still ready to fight. Yes. Um, and you still got um, Caitlin's brother, um, what is his name? 
Well, he the one that had to go take a piss just 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 before uh Blackfish. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and uh he is still out there. Um and John Snow is still out there, which I am unsure what his character is at this point because I mean I yeah. think his character is so complex. Because on one hand, he feels so outed by his, not, his, not just his family of origin, but, you know, we ended up with being raised by somebody who was not his mom. Everybody she, knows he's a bastard. And she was a bitch to him. Uh, yes, yeah, she was. Even though she was a, a warm type person, she could not get over the fact that he was, you know, he was produced by her husband and a... Slut, whore, whatever you want to call her. Somebody yeah. that wasn't her. And she had a lot of regrets, a lot of remorse over that. But she she just couldn't get past it. She just couldn't. And yet, he, I mean, you know, he didn't hold any grudges against anybody. But he is very complex in that we don't know who he is. Well, I have a Because I have a, he I have doesn't know who he is, you know. So. Yes, I have a theory, and it's way out there. Um, okay, I think that Jon Snow is not really son of Ned. Really? I yes, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why because we don't really learn. I mean, yes, we follow his character's story arc. But there's really no substance there, okay? Yes, he is a part of the Night's Watch. Um, he's he he is hooking up with this rotting chick, and then somehow be betrays her. But I think that he's actually a bastard son of um, the king that just was killed in you know a season, no a, a season one, and that Ned took him on and pretended that he was his son in order to pro-attect him. I I think that that will come out maybe not in season four, but maybe in season five. Because of all the Starks, besides the two youngest kids and the two girls, he's the only male left. Well, yeah, except for the smaller smaller boys. But you know he he tends to be a very strong ha, ha, a very strong character he appears initially to be very soft and yet he he actually reveals himself to be extremely strong i mean yes. you know he's um guarding the wall and taking these vows that are so um you the word that comes to mind for me is strict i mean he's oh, yeah. like no taking sex. a vow of celibacy yeah and you know that Which he, he did break by 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 the way. Yes, he did. So we know he's not going to be one of those anymore. But at the same time, he's the kind of person that is not going to just sit by and go, "Well, I broke my vow. I'm not a man of the wall anymore." Blah blah blah. I'm just going to let what happens what ha- happen. He's not going to do that. I mean, you know these these um basically these I call them um. Snow dead. Yes. <laughs> they're like the walking dead, but they're, you know, 
the snow zombies. Yeah, the snow zombies. They're just snow dead to me. He's not going to sit back and let that happen. He's just not. Well, which also he's brings... a very strong character. He really yeah. is. He's not all about like, oh, I'm the king. I'm, I want to take this land. I'm blah blah blah. He's just doing the right thing. So he's which one brings... of my faves. I have to say. When you and when you bring up snow zombies, you gotta bring up Sam, the the little fat boy. Oh, don't you love him? Oh, I first when I when when he was first introduced, I was sitting there going, "What what what the hell kind of character is this?" And then so and, and suddenly he is this this big heroic guy who kills a a white a, a walker, and and you're like, "Hell yeah!" Well, it's not just that. It's because he's, you know, he was he was highborn. Yes. You know. And you um, see his, and you actually see his growth, and it's a tremendous, you know, uh, turnaround for him. Yeah, because he's he's like intellectually, he's intelligent, mm-hmm. but he's not a brute. No. You know, he's not this guy who's out to like save the world through his brawn, even though he's got the bulk. You know, he's just so soft-hearted. I mean, yes. he's so soft-hearted. And but what you see is somebody who is so full of honor. He's he's gonna do the right thing, and but not only that. I mean, he's willing to to risk his life to save um, a woman he does not know. Yes. That has a child he does not know, who is um. He very much honors Jon Snow and admires him. Yes. And would obviously give his life for him. So yeah. I love this guy. I mean, I love this guy because he is he is the epitome of the guy that we all overlooked in high school. Yes. Nobody paid any attention to unless they were making fun of him, you know. And even worse than like making fun of somebody is totally ignoring them and pretending like they don't exist. He's that guy. Oh yeah. And he stands up and he goes, I'm not gonna put up this bullshit. This is wrong. And I do the right thing. And and he you shows can write you. me off if you want to, but I know things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I love this guy. I love this guy. Sweet little baby face. <laughs> totally all about like doing the right thing and staying up for what's right and taking care of this woman, her baby. Yeah, I love this guy. Love well, this what guy. what do you think ultimately will happen with his character and this? Uh, I can't re. I'm re. I'm re. I'm re. Re. I remember her name. Do you think that these two will actually start to get involved? Because I. Because I mean, he is still a man of the a Night's Watch, so he really can't. Well, true, and you know he's committed to that, but at the same time, he's all about taking care of her. So I'm, it kind of remains to be seen. It could go either way, as far as I'm concerned, and really, it's up to the writers of the show. But as far as the character himself is concerned, if he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that the best thing in life for him was to, you know, step back and say, "I'm what? What do you call it? Like stop being a night's watchman to to renege to step yeah, but- back and say no to to let that go." I'm telling you, Mark. If he thought, if he believed that he had to do that to take care of her and that baby, he'd do it in heartbeat. He he yeah. just would because he would do he would take the moral high ground. Versus the um, political high ground. But you see, know what I'm saying? He would do see, the right thing There morally. is also a catch-22 because we saw in the first season what happens if someone abandons the uh, Night's Watch. They get they get their heads 
cut off. True, true. Um, However, don't say that happened in the sky. No, because... And and, and not because that wouldn't happen necessarily in real life. It's because too many of us identify with this guy. Too many of us were bullied. Too many of us were perceived as being weak and shamed, and but we weren't. Um, So I don't see that happening with this guy. Now, I see him being able to stand up and either claim his position, a nice watch, with an exception to his position with this woman, okay? Or doing what he needs to do to get her to safety, going back to the nice watch. Or, you know, third oh. case scenario is, you know, he, he takes on his position as being the man of the household with this woman. Right. Who he obviously cares deeply about, falls in love with her, raises the child as his own, but predicts them both from any from any circumstances or any anything that can happen to them based on his decision. Yes. Because I really feel like this baby-faced, chubby guy is illustrating, his character is illustrating all of us that there's way more to him than meets the eye. I really do. Well, I think that him, Sam, and Tyron are the two most important characters in the entire show. I, I say that Sam is one of the most important characters because the uh, White Walkers and the Snow Zombies are marching on the wall. And he is, you know, for all intents and purposes, the foremost expert because he has read everything. And when and when it and when it comes time to go to war with the uh, White Walkers, he he and this is what I think is that he is that he is going is that he is going to play probably the most important role. Because he has because he has already killed one, he and he will know what to uh, do, because no because nobody else has read any uh, of this stuff, and frankly, most of the Night's Watch probably can't read. Um. So yeah, he is gonna be very yeah, and it's like Sam. Sam is not only well read, but you know Sam gives a shit. Yes. To wipe us to everybody, regardless of what vows they've taken or, you know, what position they held in their society, you know. Yes. So, you know, and keep in mind, listeners, I mean, we're, we're going on the character alone. We don't know, God forbid, that something happens to Sam because of, you know, the because actor decides he wants or to Martin pursue. Is, yeah, yeah, or he wants to pursue something else besides the show, but... You know, based on like you know the character alone, the character development alone, and the audience's uh, response to this character, I say he's got a um, a certainly got a position on the show for a while. He's got a future here. Oh yeah. If he doesn't, I'm gonna be so sad because I love me some Sam. <laughs> well, getting back to the uh, to the red a wedding, we find out that. Uh, Frey was actually um, decided to side with uh, Tyrion, T, uh, T- Tywin, sorry, Tywin Alaster, Al- Al- who is the patriarch of the Lannister family and is now the 
the hand of the king for uh, jerk off Joffrey. And um, yeah, um, it seemed to me like Tywin is starting to solidify his power and is trying to take over from a Joffrey. Um, I think that eventually him and Joff and Joffrey are going to, are going to come to heads and one of them has, will have to uh, die. Um, and Joffrey is a, I mean, sadistic in every sense of the word. Um, but he's been coddled his in, entire life. Spoiled. And I would say totally when it comes to the actor that plays Joffrey, what's his name, Mark? Uh, the man that, uh, what is his name? Let's look him up while we're talking here. Yes. Joffrey is, as far as I'm concerned, the actor that plays him is amazing. Because Joffrey comes across as this adolescent male who is so friggin' full of himself that we can understand it. We can see it. And the reason why we can see it is because, you know, those of us who have been raised in the you know, the eighties and nineties, we understand about having, you know, overindulged our children. Yes. And, you know, and you know, making them feel entitled and hey, I'm all about making my sons feel entitled because my sons are just like the vast majority of most Americans. They don't feel that they deserve much and or certainly don't feel that they deserve as much as they should. However, you know, just one little step over that line. And you've got a kid who feels like they deserve everything they want and that nobody else's opinions or desires or needs matter. And so we've got Joffrey over here who, you know, we love to hate. Oh, well, yes. Because he's a little shit asshole who, if the guy existed in today's society, would be, you know, locked up. Yeah, because and heavily he would medicated be a because the guys are, Yeah, I mean, yeah, the guy the way he enjoys doing what he does is like sick. Totally sick. But we're talking about a television show here who that is, granted, um way over the line as far as doing, you know, what we expect and the traditional and the standard and the boring. And so when it comes to Joffrey and his grandfather I do expect Joffrey to win out, at least you think so? temporarily. I do. Really? That's just that. That well. That's based on. That's based on the fact that it's a television show, and because we love to hate Joffrey so much, and so you know, and and couple that with the adults surrounding Joffrey. Okay. Yes. His mother. Who I is, think is terrified of him. She's terrified of him on one hand. On the other hand, she's like, hey, 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 he's my kid. He can do blah, blah, blah. Right. He's got one uncle who is of miniature stature. Now, he's got another uncle that has been basically on the run this whole time. We've not seen him interact with Joffrey. Who is also hey. his dad. Yes. <laughs> There's that. There's that. There's that. There's the whole incest thing that is so taboo. I even, I forgot about it. But there's so many people surrounding him that are, on one hand, technically 
based on the authority he has on the throne, technically threatened by him. And yet, on the other hand, they all know that they can manipulate, they can, you know, yes. he's not going to be off of their head, okay? Right. But as far as his grandfather's concerned, okay, Joffrey's mm-hmm. mother, Joffrey's uncles, and many, many, many other people hate this motherfucker because even though he puts Joffrey in his place and it makes me cheer that he does that, mm-hmm. he don't give a shit about what's moral, about what's right, about people who are lacking or doing without. Only thing he gives a damn about is the Lannister name. Oh, yeah. Tywin is definitely all about about that even going as far as to telling um uh tyron you know i i wanted to drown you when you were born see that's why i think you are a a lannister so i didn't that's why i think that he will die off before joffrey will that's why i think that because do you think as much as we hate joffrey he's a punk Sick motherfucking son of a bitch. But then we got this grown man who's been in power forever and ever and ever and ever. You know, who is hated by everybody. Do you think Even, that Joffrey will have something to do to do with his his death? If he does, I think it will be because he was manipulated by everybody else. So or you used. think that he's smart enough to carry it out on his own? Oh, I think he is. He would love to because it would give him this huge ego trip. Yes. But I don't think that in and of itself is what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be allowed to do that. I think if if his mother was not okay with it and his uncles were not okay with it, they would stop it regardless of what Joffrey said and, what, and regardless of what they've allowed Joffrey to do because he's supposedly king. They allowed Joffrey to do what he did. They well, did. I don't think that any of the... Uh... Lannister children would be opposed to Tywin being being killed off because exactly. I mean he is forcing his own daughter to marry someone who's obviously gay, and he's forcing and his, way younger than her. Yes, yes, because they don't give a shit about any of them. Right, and he is, and they know that. Uh, a a Tyron to marry a Sansa. Um. So yeah, I mean he he doesn't care and. I just I, I just found out that Joffrey is played by Jack by Jack Gleason. So um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that I don't know if Joffrey is smart enough to carry off any plot. The only plot that I did not see him being in involved in was the plot that was to kill uh, Tyron. During the during the Stannis invasion, um, it turned. I thought that 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 there was going to be a Cersei, but it turned out to be a Joffrey. Um, and now there is like whoa. So he does have some kind of brains in his incest warped mind. Um, but yeah, Jack. Jack Gleason, who plays a Joffrey, what I think was born to play that role. Um, and I'm not going to read any of the books. I don't want to hear any kind of spo- no uh, uh, spoilers as to what might happen to him. Um, eventually, both of them, Joffrey and a Ty- a Tywin, will die. 
Um, but I think that I think that Joffrey will, will go first, and Rachel thinks that Tywin will 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 go first. Um, It'd be I interesting think, to see which one of us are right, and wouldn't it? Well, in the long run, I just want them both dead. <laughs> um, yes, I understand. Me too. They're now, assholes. Yes. They don't give a shit about nobody. Now, one of the most interesting characters um, in this season, which she was not in the first two, I will say that, but in this season she has gotten very interesting, is Rachel's favorite one, the Khaleesi Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, she was the most she was the most interesting to me in all the episodes. And but she's got great boobage. <laughs> she does have great boobage. Boobage. Yes. <laughs> she was my favorite in all of them. Boobage. That's Sorry. Right. <laughs> she was my favorite in all of them because she was so unique and so in the beginnings seemingly so innocent and yet, you know, she's the fire chick. I mean, you know, she can she's walk the through. Lady. Yeah, she's a dragon lady. I mean, and the whole, when she was awarded with the dragon eggs and all that stuff, I was like, okay, I was so taken with that and the way she handled her husband and the way she handled her brother and her aspirations, but yet she's so noble in what she does. She has gained so much power in the past few seasons, and yet everything that she does I don't think anybody could find fault with it because she's just been like, okay, I'm setting all these slaves free and I'm 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 fucking killing all their masters and I'm not putting up with this bullshit. Absolutely, and, to and me, she is like you know people are like willingly characters. going, oh, she's amazing. Because to me. I, mean, I love her. She has gone from having nothing to having this vast army. Um, but she always knew it. You yeah, know, that's the thing about Khaleesi is. She always knew she would have it. She, you know, she she was one of those that like, didn't give a damn what anybody else thought. Um, she was gonna have it. She was gonna do it, and she stood up on her tiptoes and said, "I am," even with her husband's followers. Oh, what was his name? Uh, I just know him as my son and stars because that's what she called him. Which was so precious. Yes. So, I mean, basically, he chose her. And she really, pretty much, for all practical purposes, was his captive. Really. Well, yeah. I mean, he did rape her a couple of times before she finally took control of it and said, yeah, I'm going to show you how 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 to have sex. Yes. And, and she totally fell in love with him. Loved him enough to make a trade-off. With that damn witch. But you thought that he was. Up. But you thought that he was but, yummy, also, didn't you? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he was. He was clueless as far as. You know, he's not the kind of person any woman would just pick up and go, "Oh, I want him," because he was clueless. A brute. Yeah, not just a brute, just a clueless brute, but. You know, when Khaleesi was like, no, no, we're not, you know, you're not just going to grab me by my hips and fuck me. And we're going to do it face to face. I want to look at your face. Yeah. And he did and saw how much she loved him and loved being with him. Yeah, it all changed. So, yeah, 
She well, grabbed the bull by the horns, so to speak, and she's been doing it in every friggin' episode, as far as I'm concerned. And I think I cannot wait until Khaleesi comes head to head with Joffrey. Truly, I cannot wait because if he will, she is if not he's alive by then. And if he's not, whoever's holding his position, she's not gonna put up with that bullshit. She's just not. Well, I find it in I find it interesting that she's now on this campaign to free to free slaves, when basically, in the first season, she was a slave to her brother. I mean, he pretty much you know pimp pimped her out. Um. Yeah, but see, she's been that kind of person all along. You know, she's. You know, well, her hubby got. And that fight with that guy because she was like, no, you're not going to rape all these women. See, I don't think that she knew that she had that strength in her until until she met Jorah. That um, he's that older uh, gentleman who has been by by her side this entire time and is basically in love with her, but is not going to do anything about it. Um... Yeah, but see, they met in, what, episode two? Yeah. You know, and, you know, she has a lot of respect for him, but he has he has a lot of respect for her, too, because she's gone against a lot of his um, advisements and done what she was going to do, and he stood back in awe of her. And, you know, I just... I just think Khaleesi is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yes. That... As far as the show and it's in and of itself is concerned, she's been given very little airtime, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with her because well, she uh, is not a force to be underestimated. This well, chick has got her shit together. I think <laughs> and that for the they, right reasons too. She's I think she's that very moral her, in what she does. I think that they give her just enough screen time to just build her. Just to build her character a little bit at a time, so that when she finally does cross cross the narrow sea, that she's just going to explode. I think that probably in you know season towards the end of season four, she will probably get as much as much screen time as any as anybody else will. Because, well, I really hope so. Cause yeah, because me, eventually she has got to intriguing. cross. You know, she has got yeah. to and she has got to invade eventually. So I mean they can't keep, you know, having her free slaves the entire time. She has got to go try to get her throne back. Yeah, I, you know, the closing scene of season four or season three, I'm sorry. Yes. Where, you know, you see all these all these slaves calling her mom, basically yes. mama. Yes. And, and they pan back and they show these thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It's an extremely powerful scene. Mm-hmm. And so I can't wait to see what happens. And yes, I'm I'm very anxious to see them give Khaleesi more airtime because, you know, my son said in the books, she's like 12 years old, this character is. So what she's accomplished is nothing short of completely and totally amazing. And, you know, and truly... It would be completely and totally amazing if she were 40 years old. Yes. So, you know, I can't wait to see what happens next with Khaleesi. I love me some Khaleesi. I love me some Dragon Lady. I do. Well, moving on to another 
very interesting character, uh, Theon Grey, Grey, Greyjoy. Oh, who is so pitiful right now, locked up and being yeah, tortured? Yeah, well, he was such a dick when you first meet him, and then and you... now he has no dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. You know, he was an ass. Yeah, he was an ass. He was a pompous little ass. He was a cocky little shit. But damn, now he has no cock. I mean, that's like, what the hell? Well, now you you go from hating the guy to feeling a sorry for him. And you're like, dude, that's just not right. Um, But, I mean, yeah, even his, even his father is like, you know, he's not my son anymore. But his sister is going... Yeah, but I am going to go and and I get him, which is to me kind of weird because when you first meet her, she actually hated him, and now she wants to go and I get him. I mean, that's weird, but um. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah, you know, she was really just fucking with him. Yeah. I think she was fucking with him because she missed her brother, and he's gone. And what her dad said, you know, all the shit her dad said, what she believed and stuff, but. When it comes right down to it, she's like, that's my brother, and I'm going to get his fucking ass. Which is the way most of us feel as human beings. We're like, okay, you're an asshole. Yes. But you're my asshole. <laughs> so I'm going to take care of you. And so she's all about taking care of him. So it's interesting to see what kind of wars she's willing to start in order to save his sorry ass. Which, again, damn, they took his cock. I mean, what the hell? Well, no, they didn't just, they didn't Not just they, do that. Not they, he... Who the hell is this guy that's doing this shit anyway? Well, it, okay. Do you remember the a gentleman who was at the red uh, the red wedding who was with Caitlin and she looked at at his sleeve and found out that he had ar- ar- armor uh, under his sleeve. Oh yeah. All right. Well, his name is uh, Roos Bol- Lord Roos Bolton, the guy that's torturing. Uh, Theon right now is his bastard son. And the Bolton family is very well known to be people who love to torture other people. And it turns out that his bastard son is very, very good at it. Um, He makes it into an art form. It's, you know, I mean, he sends in, you know, whores to get him turned on. Oh, he's an extremely hard, sadistic son of a bitch. And then, bam, it's gone. Yeah, he's an extremely sadistic son of a bitch. Um, I'm very interested to see how, what Theon, you know, how he tries to recover from this. If he, 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 he even does. Um, now... Well, there are some worse things that can happen to a person besides losing their genitals. Yeah, like dying. Um, no, no, I'm talking about keep and being alive. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there are worse things that can happen to you besides that, but not many. Just saying, not many. That is, yeah, that, yeah, that's just wow. Well, wow. I mean, I I find my heart just going. Oh my God, bless his heart and. When it comes on the screen, I, I really can't hardly watch it. I just can't hardly watch it. It's just so cruel. Well, he is well, he is he is a very good actor. I'll tell you that because man, he yeah, you kind of believe that he's being a tortured. 
Um, Kinda. I totally believe it. I hate it. It's pitiful. I'm like, he's an asshole. Yeah, but damn, you know, like shit. Well, <laughs> the dude moving. would like do anything and change anything to get his cock back. Oh, yeah. Anything, you know. Ugh. Well, moving on to another character who had something cut off, uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Lannister, who. You know, when you first meet him, you cannot stand the uh, the uh, the a uh, guy. They and turn then, out to be a little bit more complex, like tr- yeah. like typical human beings are. Well, it's when, not. We're not black or white. We're complex people well, are, and he's turning out to be a little bit more complex, right? Yes, and I think that uh, that uh, that uh, Brienne had a lot to do with his re redemption because he actually started to care for her. And tried to protect her from being raped and killed, and actually went back to go, to go, to go, to go a saver. And you're like, okay, well, maybe he's not a pompous ass after all. Um, and the fact, and, see, and I see him, and I'm like, okay. In some respects, he's a pompous ass. In other respects, he's not. He's like a person. He's like typical. That that's what I love about the show is like. With the people that are involved, the characters and whatever, they are very complex. I mean, if I, I'll use this for an example. I don't want to go there with him, okay? I don't want to sidetrack you, Matt, um, Mark. But you know, when you talk about Jon Snow, yes. If you look at how Jon Snow jumped up on that horse and took off and left his woman, yes. Who it was obvious he cared very deeply about, and if she he were did not. Him too. If he were not head over heels in love with her, he still cared very deeply about her, but he made a choice based on, you know, what he felt like was the best thing to do at the time. It was right. a very complex, very difficult decision, okay? Right. And so we see some character development in that people are not just black or white. People are not just right or wrong. There's not good guys and bad guys. Every good person has some bad in them. Every bad person has some good in them. That's what I love about the show. So, when it comes to this Lannister brother here, um, I feel like the um, character development is dead on when it comes to just typical human nature. You know, it's very realistic. So, carry on. (laughs) Carry on, Mark. Sorry, just had to throw that in there. Well, I find that, you know... You know that yes, he has redeemed himself because of Brienne, and I think that there may be—I don't think that there's going to be any love interest there. But I think that he does really respect her, but he's still the man that fucks that fucked his sister. Um, it's kind of hard to get past that. Because I mean, now he has to go. Yeah, go, I mean, that's oh, look, true. My, my son is king, and he's and he is an ass. I mean, that's true, and I, you know, I have no qualms with what you're saying whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. Um, but because this is a fictitious society on a fictitious world, and we know that in a lot of societies, when it comes to, um, you know, having sex with somebody that you're a family member of. Yes. 
you know, it when it comes to incest, not every society views it as taboo as we do. But obviously, However, they do the because... Show, <laughs> yeah, in the show, they all <coughs> seem like they feel that way. You know, so it's... As far as the show is concerned, the way they portray it, it makes me feel like the characters believe that it's very taboo. Um, and yet... If there were, they were a little more ambiguous about it, it would make the show make a little bit more sense because of, you know, the way it's going. However, <clears throat> if the brother and sister feel like, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. They love each other. That's the way it is. And that's the only flaw with this guy's character. I mean, you know, what can you say? You yeah. know? Well... Moving on to moving on to Stannis Baratheon and his uh, demon pussy lady Melisandre, <laughs> which I have heard people say that she gave birth to a shadow baby. No, it is a pussy demon. <laughs> um, I love it. You call it that. Well, it came out. It came out of her pussy, and it was a and it was a, a demon, which is the weirdest thing okay. I have seen on TV. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, "What the hell is she?" Okay, it's, See, it's a pussy you demon. You thought the black smoke on Lost was bad? <laughs> yeah, this is this takes this it to a whole new level. Totally. Um, I'm not really into the Stannis and Melisandre story arc here i yeah i i know that they got some fucked up shit going on i mean stance's wife who is holed up in a room with jars of stillborn babies and that is some weird shit and they went and got the bastard son of his brother to put leeches on him to cast some kind of spell and they put a, a just right there on his dick, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, I really don't want to spend too much time on this one right here because I'm just not digging this this story arc." Yeah, he he's about to go march on the on the uh, on the uh, wall to help with the you know with the white uh, walkers and the snow uh, uh, zombies. But I just, I mean, I just don't really care about Stannis and Melisandre and, you know, that whole storyline. So, do you want to spend any time on that one? Um, I kind of feel the same way you do in that it just does not capture my attention. Yeah. They they really don't. Um, The woman is weird. She's woo-woo, woo-woo. But it, it just don't. It just doesn't capture my attention. There's nothing about the guy I like. Nothing about the woman I like. They just tend to be another, you know, enemy. Yes. You know, they're and just think... they're just another enemy, another obstacle, and you know that's just how the how I view them. There's nothing about them truly that's interesting to me, except that you know 
for the boy that was set free. Yeah. The one who they put, you know, leeches on a pe- his penis. <laughs> he was set free. I was glad of that Poor because. Guy. What is I with, think. What is, what is with George Martin and dicks? Mm. I, you know, I really can't speak for George Martin. I think dicks are amazing. Um, <laughs> they're incredible. They're fun. Um, they're enjoyable. They're yeah, but he wants to he wants to uh, cut them off. He wants to put leeches on them. Yeah, I mean, Where's that son of a bitch at? I need to take his fucking head off. I, I, all I'm saying is no. We don't get rid of the dick. We keep the dicks. Um, <laughs> it's like shit, dude. <laughs> Um, I know, moving, right? Moving on Fail. to moving on to Arya and the Hound. Arya gets to you know the fray a wedding just in time to basically find out that yeah, the rest of her family is dead. Which was so pitiful. That was so pitiful because the scenes leading up to that let us know that. She probably was not going to see them. You know, it was so pitiful. Ugh. But you see you see the hound saver, which kind of redeems him because... I'm, yes, definitely redeems his yeah, ass. Yeah, and, 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 and I mean, he was a drunk killer, and now he's like, yeah, he feels sorry for her and whisk her out of there, and and he didn't have to. Well, he's got a thing for chicks because, I mean, you know, he saved her sisters, her sister from being raped. I mean, he yes, did. And, he's got a thing. And he and he tried to get Sansa out of out of a king's of a landing. So yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. He's he, he's a good. He is. See again, human beings are neither all good or all bad, and so we're seeing a different side of him, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I do. Um and when we and when we last see Arya, she is reciting the words that the uh that the assassin gave her, the one that could change his you know, his his the a shape shifting guy. He was reciting those words trying to summon him, and I'm going, Okay, she wants to be trained now. Um so she's so she's gonna be a force to reckon with pretty soon, I think. I do too. I think both she and her younger brother, who is crippled, are very key characters here, and we're going to see them really, truly catapulted to life. Yeah, in, because... in such a manner as gives the rest of us hope in our own lives, and I and I do believe that we're going to be very, very proud of them. Oh yeah, I mean, and he is going beyond the wall to go find himself, and I mean, and he's discovering that he has all kind of powers that he can enter and control animals and even humans, which um, they say is unheard of. Well, because he yeah, and I love that kid. I mean, I love that kid, and I love. I'm sorry, I love Hodor. I love that guy. Yeah, too. He's so sweet. He is Um, so sweet. He takes good care of him, and he hauls his ass everywhere. mm -hmm. But I love that kid. I love what he represents. I do. Now, moving to the last character that I want to talk about, who is my favorite one, Tyron. (laughs) Do tell, do tell. 
Tyron Lannister, played by Tyrion. Yes. Played by the little midget guy midget. that oh, I'm yeah. so being politically incorrect saying midget, but he's a he's small a, guy. Yes, he's a little Persian. Oh, I love him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, I would so guy. do him and not even bad an eye. I would. <laughs> well, he turns out to be probably the most underestimated character of the, of the show, where you think that he's just a drunken foreign little person. He turned out to be someone who actually cares and is pretty damn smart. I mean, and brave because I mean, he does lead the troops to be, to repel these tennis, you know, army and, you know, holds off until his dad can come and save the day, but gets no credit for it whatsoever. Um, yeah, and you get a we get a backstage view of what his dad has put him through. Yes, the circumstances of his birth, and the way his siblings view him, yeah. you know. And your heart goes out to him on one hand, and on the other hand, you're like, "Get the fuck up!" You know, you are so better than them, and you do not need their approval to be who you are. You know, he's he's the character that makes you want to stand up and go, yes, the fuck I can. Yes. Um, I think that the guy who, you know, plays him, Peter Dinklage, he is, he is able to por- portray him in such a way that as soon as he enters into a room, they just go, oh, look. Yeah, that's what my he's son has said. this presence. Yeah, yeah, that's what Dwayne said. Remember, Mark? He was like, "Oh yes, this guy, his presence. When he walks into a room, he commands so much presence, even as a character, that he's way bigger than the biggest character in the story." And he's tri- yeah. he's right. It's so true. The this actor is amazing in what he does. I mean, really, he's amazing in what he does huh? because he is. He's not playing a character. That is traditional or um, predictable. Yes. You know, he's he's very different. He's very human. Um, he's one of my faves. I don't have to tell you. He he and Khaleesi are my two faves. This guy's got he's he's got a he's got a conscience. You know, in well, what he does, he gives a shit about the right thing. Now he wants his family to win. See, and he I makes no bones so about that, sure. but he's not. Well, here's the deal: he wants he wants his family to win as long as he do it the right way. That's the thing about him. See, I think that he just wants to do the right thing regardless of what his family wants. I mean, be, well, and you may be right. His because... I may be giving you may be giving him more credit than I am. I'm 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 kind of backing off of it a little bit because he is a Lannister, but you know, I I have the ultimate respect for this character, the ultimate. Well, yes, his I I do too, and he may be a Lannister in name only, but I don't think that he was ever a Lannister when it comes to being a part of this family. I mean, when he was forced to marry Sansa, his dad told him, "You will knock her up," and then on their wedding night, he gets drunk on 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 
on purpose and even, you know, plays it up a little bit saying, you know, I once, I once threw up on a woman and then when it, and then when it comes time to do the deed, he's like, you know, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. And then she says, well, what if I never want to? And he's like, well, okay. Um, but you also see those two starting to get to know each other. And he sees that she can be a conniving person just like him. I think that those two are going to team up, not only as man and wife, but as you know, con conspirators, and that they're going to take some people down. Yeah, probably so. You know, he um, was very, very concerned about her when he found out about Rob Stark and his mom. Yes. Being killed, and um, you know, um, he didn't find out about it. When he found out about it, she did too, and he went back to her. And she already and she knew. She was obviously in mourning, and he just he just gave her space. Yes. You know. But he had a very, very deep place in his heart for her and the pain she was going through and saw it as being completely and totally unnecessary. I also love him because he's the only one that had the balls to start slapping around a Joffrey in the <laughs> which he did in the uh, first season. He just kept snow uh, smacking him. Pow, what are you gonna do? And now that he's king, he's like, Yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that. Well, he's very passive aggressive about it, but he still does it. Yeah. Um which gets me to Sansa. But then there's his lover, this this slave woman he brought back. Oh Shay. Oh. Who in reality is played by a German porn star. Really? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I oh, that's hate so funny. I did not know that. Her character. You do? Yes, I do. Why? Okay, she plays she plays a whore, okay? And yes, he does fall. But she's crazy about him because of the way he treated her. And he is and he is crazy about her. Yes. But she I mean, she gets paid. She still gets paid to be with him. I mean, they even talk about yeah, I know, but she wants to be with that. him forever, even if it's in secret, I think. I, I mean, I, I don't blame well, her. She don't want him to be with anybody regardless of his station, even though he has to. Yeah, but don't you know that – don't you admire her, though, that she's still taking care of Sansa, taking her care of her needs, and kind of like doing what she's supposed to do, even though, God Almighty, to be in that position, be madly in love with him. He's in love with her, but yet he's forced to marry somebody else. Oh, my God, what kind of position is that? I mean, you know, like, well, I have to admire that. I, but, I admire it to a point. I just don't trust her. Yeah, and that goes back to the writers. What are they going to, what kind of, what kind of character is she going to have? But, and truly, you know, if I were her, given the opportunity you know, that was given to her about just leave, go start your life anew, here's some gold, go do something different. I would have taken the opportunity because, truly, you know, he's That's not going to be able to take a whore as his wife. You know, no. he's not going to be able to do that. What happened the uh, last time and, at that? Yeah, I mean, got, I mean, she, it turned, when, when a tyrant got, got married before, it turned out to be a whore that the family gave to him. 
and you know she was then passed around to every a, a body. I mean, he does not want to get married at all, and now he's being forced to. Which, if you know, if if I was her and someone had handed me a big old bag of uh, diamonds and go leave, I would say, yeah, I don't need this drama. Well, and, and here's the deal. You know, if what she's feeling for him is extremely real, and even if it be heartbreaking, it's still the reality of the situation. You know, the reality of the situation is that he can't marry her. No. And if and if his dad finds out about it or his nephew finds out about it, she's going to be swinging. Yeah, because by he her throat. Pre- he pretty much said, even if she has a throat, she will die. Yeah, you know, and if you, if you love somebody, and not not to mention the fact that he would be put through a lot of grief. If you love somebody, you want to like. You know, you want them to avoid that stuff. So I would have done it. Because first of all, my beloved would have been spared a lot of grief. Second of all, the amount that he would be offering me would be enough plenty for me to start my own life and go oh, on and yeah. do something else. You know, it would be like I would be destitute on the street begging for food. So why not take it and make everything simpler for everybody and go through the grief you need to grieve? Miss him, love him, wish you could be his, but the Wait way things him. are Wait in his story, him. yeah. You know, if he wants her that bad, he would do whatever, but yes. she can't be a part of his world. Now, he could be a part of hers if he denounces his. Yes. But she can't be a part of his without it, without endangering his life and hers, too. So, well, see, I find take that... the money, go start a life, you know, just for everybody's best interest, except for maybe yours, even though, you know, you're not going to be hungry or nothing like that. You're just going to be, like, crying your eyes out every day. I mean, I, if I had to leave you like that, I'd be, oh, no. Oh. Well, do you know what but I, I would, interesting? But I would if it would be, like, keep you alive. You know, I just, I would. Do you know what I find in interesting is that the two women in Tyron's life, Sansa and Shay, are both offered ways to leave King's Landing, and they both go, uh, no. I mean, I'm sitting there going, Sansa, you've been offered a way to leave King's Landing three times, and you still decide to stay, and look, and look what happened. You're married to a Lannister who killed your entire family. I mean, a Lannister has literally killed everyone in your family that you know of. Because, I mean, she has no idea if her two younger brothers or her or her sister is alive or not. Um, and you decide to stay. It's like, what the hell are you thinking? Oh, she's a kid. She's not thinking. Obviously... She had been thinking, worth the shit? She'd never gotten involved with Joffrey to start with. Because of, ugh, yeah. Well, he was I a th- fucking asshole when they were kids. And he had no I power. I think that she just saw, ooh, I can be I can be a queen, you know. She was totally caught up in that. She was totally yeah. caught up in queen. Yeah, she was. 
Um, like Princess, like all us girls, we love tiaras. I mean, we do. We want a tiara. Yeah, that's what oh, she yeah. was doing. Mm-hmm. Totally naive. Yeah, but I do. But she's I, not naive anymore, though. Well, I don't think I don't that. Like, she, I don't think that she's as dumb as she is. Poor, poor, poor trade. I do think that in season four, which I have heard that. I've got some spoilers about season four that I don't Do not tell me. Do not not, tell me. But I think that eventually Peter, I mean Tyron, and her are going to put their heads together and and that they're going to bring some people down. Um, Well, that wouldn't surprise me. And then as – as for Rob and his mom and every and everything, um, bye. <laughs> I liked you while you were there. Um, I'm still cannot get over that this prison shank that bitch. Pow, pow, okay, pow, but what <laughs> I know, right? But one more thing before we have to go. I know we gotta go soon, but one more thing, like Mark, are you? As excited as I am to see a standoff between Carisi and Joffrey. Oh yeah, um, I hope that he lives long enough because I know that you know he has got to die eventually, but I hope that he lives long long enough for you know Danny to actually in in invade with her army of unsullied who was be the the best soldiers in the entire land um yes i would love to see him go what the fuck dragon lady is uh is is coming can't because, you see her standing in front of him going blah 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 and him going nye, 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 and she goes blah yeah and some, all hell breaks loose i mean well, like i can't wait remember uh, Joffrey caught wind of her and then went to his grandfather and said, have you heard about this? And his grandfather said, yes, it's no big deal. Just let her stay over there. And then you're going, oh yeah, that's going to come back and bite you in, in, in the ass eventually. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yes. And I remember thinking... Oh, you have no fucking clue what you are about to be up against with the dragon lady. No fucking clue. And I can't wait to see what she does to your ass. Because Khaleesi, whatever her motivations are so far, everything she's done has been extremely moral. Yes. Now, she's made some mistakes, okay? But... They were, from a moral point of view, and from a, I'm trying to take care of my people and the people I love's point of view. It was not from a, I give a shit, I'm going to take this this um, territory, it's going to be all about me and all about my people, all about my family. No. she Everything she's done has been on an extremely high ground. And so I cannot wait until she meets the Lannisters. I can't wait. That will be my favorite episode. Everybody listening. When you watch that, know that I am in ecstasy. <laughs> I'm totally rooting Khaleesi, you know, totally rooting Khaleesi. Because I think she will, 
I think she will take them for all they're worth. I really do, and I think she should. Well, do you think that eventually that she will gain the the Iron Throne? I do. I hope she does, at least. Because I think her motives are pure. I well, I, I think that she's... Okay, th this is going to be time for predictions and for season four. I think that I think that she's going to play a major part in holding off the White Walkers. God, I hope so, because I so love me some Khaleesi, and I want to see more of her in this because next season. I if, really do. If you think about it, those the only way to kill a snow zombie is to set it on fire. Very true. And Who better she to do that than Khaleesi? And she got <laughs> some dragons that can breathe some she fire. She got some fire, girl. She got yes. some fire. <laughs> um, so what do you think what are your predictions or hopes for season 4 my, my hopes are that the good guys will make some headway truly and who because, are, the, and who, and who are well, the good guys rather than going into a political no, 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 which is, you know, what each kingdom has. You know, I, I go for the more high ground guys, you know. Right. Um, and we're not talking about more high ground as in, you know, right-wing conservatives who say blah, blah, blah is the moral blah, blah, blah. No. I'm talking about true moral high ground where the Jon Snows, the bastards of this world, yes. stand up and go... I'm going to protect everyone, even the assholes, from the entities such as these, you know, snow zombies, who were only out to devour you. I'm going to protect everyone from that. So, so I'm really, that, really rooting for Jon Snow. You think that he's really. going to have a major character development in season four? I hope so. I mean, I, I think we've seen his character reflects this. I just hope that we see that it carries through. But I would also like to see Jon Snow develop a love interest because Jon Snow is such a passionate character that he could not, he's not realistic unless he has a passionate love interest to me. Yeah, because you, when he was with Egret. You know, he was—he seemed like a very stable character. Um, whereas when he was on his own, and he was very whiny and very pouty, and, and but he still did the right thing. He was very loyal. But when he was with, but when he was with her, his fiery red, redhead, um, he seemed to be like okay. I have a, I have a focus, you know. I can. He seems to be more to be more grounded. He saw the world as more than black and white. Yes, because he finally got because he finally got got him some. And I want to say something about <laughs> about those about those two. You know, okay, yeah, they are north of the wall. She's a welding. You, and they're covered, they're surrounded by snow and ice at all times, okay? They, they were hot. Oh, my God, they were hot. 
they don't get many opportunities to bathe. But yet he he went down on her, and I'm like, dude, wow, that's a man right there. Stop right there, please. Uh, I'm sitting there like, you just gonna be no more. That's good, no more. She did him too. Just saying. Anyway, uh, my prediction for season four. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Joffrey dies. Because we have the White Wedding coming up, which I have no idea what what that is. Dwayne keeps talking about it. Um, I think that Joffrey dies. Um, well... I don't know that I want that to happen. I don't know that I don't. So, I'm just going to stay tuned. I just totally want Khaleesi to do something. Well, that's true. Um, So, I'm just going to say, I'm going to stay tuned. I want to see, I want to see good versus evil. I want to see good make some progress in this season. Yes. That's what I want to see. Well, we will find out in three days. On oh, yes. And when we do, we're going to talk about it, right? Oh, yeah. We, oh, podcast. What podcast. we decided to do is that after each episode that we're going to put out a, uh, a – we're going to record and we will put out a, and we'll put out the podcast on the next day. And we'll talk about each episode as it carries on. Um, what we do ask is that um, – you can find us on Screeching Dog Network, um, ScreechingDog.com. If you're going to post to our Facebook page, to our to our Twitter, on our website, if you're going to email us, don't send us any spoilers if you've read the book. We want to stay pure. We want to stay virginal. We want to find out as it happens. Um... Please. True. Very true. I was just going pure, virginal. You and I, mm, not so much. Well, but true. <laughs> when it's when it's virginal to the story, yes, yes. Don't tell us anything because we can read the books. We have the books. But please, yes, don't go there. No spoilers for us. And we'll try not to give you guys any spoilers either, but just please comment um, on what we've said or what you love about um, Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, we were given the book, and we decided not to read them because exactly. we don't want to be tainted. Um, but, yes, we are a part of the Screeching Dog Network. You can find us on ScreechingDog.com. You can find us on Facebook at, at Facebook slash, slash Screeching Dog. You can find us on Twitter at Screeching Dog. Um, Join us, like us, follow us. We love it. Yes, and we do have other shows. Um, we do have Movie Essential where we talk about movies. And we just did a dead one on Noah, which was a very controversial movie. Um, Rachel will be producing her own show about marketing and helping 
small, a bit small businesses. Um, when Falling Skies comes back on, we will start doing a show on Falling Skies, which is another. I do love my favorite Falling one. Skies. Yes. Yes, that is one of TNT's best shows ever. Oh, it's great. Um, and that's got my favorite Noah in no, it. Yes, he, Noah Wiley. <laughs> um, but we will be doing. You know, we decided not to do a season by season re recap of this show because it's so because it's so close to the season four premiere. But we will be doing a season by season recap that that leads up to the new season for for a falling skies because we because we even we love falling skies even more than we love game game of thrones. Oh, that's blasphemy! Don't say it. Well, yes, people <laughs> will not like it, but I just no. Love it's a great that show. show. It's a totally different genre. Yes, but it's very dramatic. It's a very good show. Very good show. Um, and we will have other shows in the in the queue. We are starting to develop more. If you want to help us out, you can go to. You can go to iTunes, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to uh, the Windows Store and just comment on the show, rate us whether or not you like it or or not. Um, if you don't, tell us, tell us, tell us why and we will do what, what we can to make the show better. Um, and if you rate us on on i on itunes that will help us out even even more you can find our show on on you know all of those itunes stitcher windows store you can download any kind of podcasting app for the for the for the android and find us and you know find us there um just do just do a basic search if you want to help us out financially, you just go to our website, click on the sponsors link, and you'll find a a a banner there for for Amazon. All you gotta do is just click on it. It'll it will take you to Amazon.com, and just do your and just do your shopping like that. It will it will not cost you any more. Um, eh, 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 Amazon will send us a few cents from their profit because we are producing this show ourselves. We are paying for everything and bandwidth costs money. Um, but we will do the show re regardless because we just love it to do pod to do pod to to do a pod a casting. Um, and it and it will always be a free. Um, but if you want to help us out, that is one way to to uh, do it. Um, is there is there any, anything that you want to add? Mm, no, not at this point. I don't guess, except that you know you should listen to what we're doing, pay attention to what we're doing, check out our other shows from time to time, even if you hate them. Check them out from time to time, although I can't imagine why anybody would hate what we're doing because 
we're very entertaining, wouldn't you say? Oh, I think that we are freaking. <laughs> we I, are. We're yes. freaking awesome, baby. <laughs> um. So yes. Um. Yeah, and I love this guy that I'm that we're doing this podcast with. Yes, I do. Well, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I do. But that would that will be the end of the season three recap, and we look forward to putting out some shows for season four. Yes, we do. Um, re, I'm, re, I remember that the that the Welcome to Winterfell podcast will be out the day after this. Uh, each episode has aired, so be prepared for that. Um, if there is no, nothing else, I think it's time for us to sign off. We're pushing about an hour and a half, which is about the size that I, that I like to go for for a, a show. Um, we hope to hear from you guys soon. If you if you want to send us an email, just send it to um, winterfell at, at, at screechingdog.com. Or you can go to our website. We have a groovy question form. You just select the show that you want to comment on or ask a, a question about and just fill in the box and just click on send. Um, very, very easy. But if there is nothing else, um, we hope to we hope that you enjoy it and that we will hear from from you soon. So yes, we do. Yes. So say bye bye, Rachel. Bye bye, Rachel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Yeah.